Okay, we're live. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of We, we Should, Should Probably, Probably Stop. Stop. We're your hosts. I'm Andrew. I'm Sam. And we're not going to stop. We're sure not. No, we are going to... Keep on going. We're just regular little fucking Energizer bunnies. You know, we sure are. We're we recording sure are. this in the dead of night in my apartment. Um, Sam has to go get on a flight, so... Literally right after this. Yeah, literally as soon as we're done recording. It's really horrible. But, um... How was your week this week, Sam? Um... My week was... It was good. It was so pretty regular. Um, did my kickboxing. Oh, cool. Did a lot of singing in the home. Um, um, yeah, so it was like a pretty much good week. Uh, I smoked less cigarettes than usual, so that I feel like it's a good. good thing. It's good, good, good. Uh, how, about, how about you? My week was good. Um, I... What did I do? I saw three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, um, which it was an okay film. It was really heavy handed on the themes. People, I don't know why it is the front runner for best picture. I think that Lady Bird is a far superior picture as far as movies go. Everyone does say they love Lady Bird. But I think that Frances McDormand gives a fantastic performance. She deserves every award. She does this thing right in the very beginning where she's like, like biting down on her fingernail and you know if an actress is biting down on her motherfucking fingernail she is committed committed she is in it for the gold she is in it to win it she is acting with a capital a as i like to call it and i love if there's one thing that gets me it's an actress that is acting with a capital a yeah i sure didn't see it because i don't have a movie pass no but Andrew sure does. Actually, Movie Pass, you should sponsor us because Andrew does really good guerrilla promotion oh, for you. Oh, yeah. I'm talking at Movie Pass to everyone. I talk about Movie Pass to people at work. I talk about Movie Pass to people on the train. I talk about Movie Pass to people at the movies. Actually, that this girl at the extra job I did on Friday, she was like, do you have a Movie Pass? <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, but yeah, I got to see it at the Alamo Draft House, um, which is like the most luxury movie theater in the entire city, I think. I like to see movies at the Palms. <laughs> I love Vegas. Um, but anyway, that's, I think, the most exciting thing that happened to me this week. Um, so yeah, I do have one exciting tidbit, though. And do you know what that is, Graham? I don't know. I don't know. That we got a listener email this week. Oh my god, yes. We got a listener email. See, someone, I knew people were listening. Why wouldn't you want to advice. listen to us? And actually, I'm going to take this opportunity to say thank you to everyone who did listen last week and is listening now. Yeah, thank you to everyone that reviewed us. Thank you to everyone that rated us. Thank you for all of our SoundCloud listeners. You guys are listening on iTunes. Like, Don't forget to subscribe. Um... And rate us on there. Uh, leave a review on there if you feel so inclined. Definitely um, listen on iTunes, not on SoundCloud, because we're really, not rappers. Yeah. This is a podcast, and podcasts are on iTunes. Well, I okay, I am a SoundCloud rapper, but this is not me SoundCloud rapping. Exactly. So we want to s- 
stick with iTunes. We want to stick to where it counts. We want to get in those charts, people. We want to get in those charts. We want to get that Casper mattress. We do want to get that Casper mattress. But also, the more listeners we get, the more chance that there is to get a sponsorship. And then we don't have to record in my rinky-dink apartment anymore. We can record in a recording studio with actual equipment. That would be really cool. Um, But it's all based on listeners. And we love our listeners. Here, we should probably stop. We do. We got even some real life feedback, actually. Like, people in real life told us that they fucking loved it. Yeah, my cousin said I had a voice for radio. And I actually, um, three different times I went to like an adult function, like a party or whatever. And, um, three different times we started talking about something. And I said, actually, I already talked about this on my podcast. My thoughts are there. If you want to hear them, you can listen. (laughs) And then I stopped talking. (laughs) I love that. I can't wait until we can just turn around and be like, you'll hear it on the podcast. Yeah, it's so much easier. Like, just, well, it's not actually easier. This is a laborious process. Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> but it's public record. Um, and that's what's important. <clears throat> um, so let's check in with our very concerned um, listener yes. who needed some serious help. Um, yes, let's check in with her now. I'm opening up the email. Um, the subject of the email is, do I keep my man and my gay separated? Um, (laughs) (laughs) to be kept anonymous, please don't read my name. Hello, gals. My name is Blank, and me and my husband have been married for three years. I love my man, but he is very controlling over who, when, where, and how I talk to my friends. It has been a gradual thing, just like asking who I'm talking to or looking over my shoulder while I text, and I find it weird. I work at a hair salon, and me and the girls are planning a trip to the Dominican Republic for my co-worker's birthday. We work with a gay man, blank, and he, obs is coming with us to the DR. It's a girl's trip. My husband has been skeptical of this trip since I first told him and doesn't know blank is coming. Should I tell him or no? I know he will see the pics on social media and get annoyed. <laughs> a man that wasn't him was allowed to come on our girl's trip. I just feel confused, and like he will get mad at me whether I tell him or not. Please help, gals. Loved your first podcast. Can't wait for more. Love the tea. XOXO blank. Sent from my iPad. Sent from my iPad. Yeah, she bougie. No, she probably doesn't have money. I have an iPad and I'm in debt. She bougie, broken bougie. Um, Well, she has to leave her mans. I don't know any other way to put it. Like... (laughs) You gotta just let him go. Uh, yeah, I think if he's looking over your shoulder, um, I don't think that's cute. No. And, like, I know I'm always telling everyone to leave their mans, but that's because (laughs) it's 2018, we are strong, independent women, and we don't don't need need no mans. We don't need a man. Um. And it doesn't sound like he's completing you. It sounds like he's being a weird fucking stalker. Yeah, but maybe... If he does complete and you don't want to leave him, you should tell I, him. I agree. It's like a little brash. We don't even know. Like <laughs> We don't know this woman. I, we can't actually. Just... Oh, I'm sorry. I admitted it's a woman. Fuck. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no. I think if you don't want to leave him, you have to be upfront. You have to say, listen, my gay friend is going. Like, he's coming on the trip. Don't keep them separated. I think, um... If you don't want to leave the mans, which might be a little um, <laughs> I feel like we're rash. being a little insensitive. <laughs> um, um, then you have to be honest with him. I'm sorry. You can't just... You can't not tell him. 
Um, oh, I was going to say the opposite. I was going to say you should just go in and like post hella scandalous pics with your friend and like just have him be like so confused and then just be like, it's not like that. And like, I don't know, make him look a fool. Like he'll be blowing up your phone, acting a straight fool. All your friends will see it. He'll be feeling foolish. And then when you come back and you know that you have a clean conscience, conscience, conscience. <laughs> it's late okay um it'll be a real test of his true colors no 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 i'm sorry i guess andrew's right that honesty is the best policy yeah no i'm gonna say don't leave the mans but no i'm gonna say leave the mans but if you don't at least tell him the full tea yeah on give the, him the whole tea and nothing but the tea the tea the whole tea nothing but the tea just don't um I guess, no, I guess it is kind of a big deal. He's reading your text messages. It's weird. I'd be That's mad if so my sketchy. boyfriend is reading my text messages. It's so weird. He probably has location services turned on you and you don't even know. Um, ooh, that's something to look into, girl. But, actually, yes, take what we're giving you and I want you to write us back. I want to know how the Dominican Republic trip went. I really do. I do. Because I know she's not about to leave her mans. No, I know. This is classic, actually. This is a classic um, straight girl moment where they ask you for advice and they're very upset. <laughs> and you're like, you have to leave your man. And they're like, oh, you're right. And then they They just, don't leave the They man. sure don't. So we want to follow up. We want to do um, like an Oprah where are they now moment and find out if you ever left the man or not. So let us know. Or if like maybe he goes to the DR with you and him and... Your little friend make out or something. <laughs> Gets into the poppers. Oh my god. Ooh. Um. Jesus. That's so much. Ugh. I hope you have fun a Dominican Republic girl. Um, Wear sunscreen. And let us know how it goes. And yeah, I think that's that. So that was our one listener email. Um, if anyone has... Anything they want to write us about, advice, questions, comments, concerns, anything, really anything at all, you can email us at we could probably, no, 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 we should, <laughs> we should probably stop at gmail.com. I told you it's late. <laughs> also, uh, we forgot, please, if you feel so inclined, include your zodiac sign when you submit. We did actually um, get in touch with this email right away because we needed to know her sign to give her the right advice like she as it turns out is, is a Sagittarius with a Leo rising and Aquarius moon and actually Sam has like some exciting news that she's also a Leo rising and an Aquarius moon which is really embarrassing that you guys now know that much about my chart but like we're we put it all out there yeah, and we should probably we're, stop we're trying to give you guys the full picture I mean it really makes sense though because like Obviously, I don't know, just like, obviously she's having, I really want to know her man's fucking Zodiac. It's, that's when we could give you the real insight. But obviously she's really struggling because I don't know how anyone can deal with being a Leo and an Aquarius at the same time. Ugh. Ugh. You know the struggle. Oh, I sure do. Um, but anyway, yeah, write us. Let us know. DM us. Do whatever you have to do to get us to give you some unsolicited advice. Or I guess it's solicited, solicited if you're 
Solicit some advice. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. Anyway, let's get into the next section. Let's get into hot topics. Do some hot topics this week. Um. It was a big week for the gays. Um. Really huge week for the gays. We have not only the gay United States Olympians to talk about, but we also have the Kim Cattrall <coughs> and Sarah Jessica Parker Sex in the City drama that I really want to get into. Um, are you up to speed with this drama, friend? Honestly, like, I'm only the kind of up to speed that you are from memes. Okay, fair enough, fair you enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cattrall played Samantha. And on the show, for years, towards the end of their run, there was talk of, like, a feud between the two of them. And then for years and years and years, they disputed it. And they were like, no, there's no feud. What are you talking about? We're friends. We're all friends here. And basically, um, last Saturday, I woke up. First of all, I woke up and three people had texted me about this. Um, what she posted on Instagram. So basically, Kim Cattrall's brother died last week. So that's super sad. And then I guess what had happened was Sarah Jessica Parker commented on one of Kim Cattrall's posts and was like, sending you so much love and strength, blah, 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 blah. I'm Sarah Jessica Parker. And Kim Cattrall <laughs> collapsed back and she goes in a post, I don't need your love or support at this tragic time. And then she adds her. She doesn't even write her name. She does at Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, no, she, uh, she added her. And then... See, that's where I got confused because the first meme I seen about this, it was that, but then it said at Meryl Streep. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> this isn't right, is it? Um, I guess... That's weird. That's weird. That's how you had seen that. So then I was, like, investigating, but then I never knew they had a feud. So I was just like, okay, she's salty, but also I just love the concept of telling someone that you don't want their support. <laughs> like, I, it makes me rethink the times I've needed support and, like, want to write strongly worded letters to people that are like, I don't need your support, support, I don't want your support. <laughs> I think it's hilarious i think it's hilarious that she called her out on instagram i think it's hilarious that they're like 60 year old women and they're like actively being catty with each other like this well i guess sarah jessica parker isn't being catty because she's trying to keep up her quote nice girl persona and i love that she added her but not in a format where like you can actually tag someone right i love that i love it so much like how did she do it it's not in the notes app i'm trying to figure out how she did it yeah, it's just, um, like, some text post. I don't fucking know. It's very bizarre. <clears throat> but anyway, I'm here for it. I don't think we need a Sex in the City 3 to begin with. So I think that anything... I think, I think if anything, Sarah Jessica Parker is out here to get a paycheck. And Kim Cattrall knows that. And Kim Cattrall is doing the Lord's work by making sure that Sex in the City 3 doesn't happen. She doesn't need the money. Um, Sarah Jessica Parker, her HBO show is a flop. She does need the money. Well, she doesn't need the money, but she needs... She needs the fame! She needs something. She needs a hit. She doesn't... She hasn't had a hit since, like, the Family Stone. Of, of meth, do we mean? Or just a <laughs> hit? Um, no, Or the I, meth that is fame. The meth that is fame. That's mm. what she needs a hit of. Um, so, that's I that. I need a hit. Baby, give me it. <laughs> 
Um, and then next on my list of things to talk about was the gay Olympians, specifically Adam Rapon. Have you been keeping up with the ice skater on the gay ice skater? No, I don't, I don't keep up with the Olympics. It doesn't even come into my Instagram. They like, no. Oh, except for one thing I knew about the Olympics that did come into my Instagram today is that one team accidentally ordered 15,000 eggs. <laughs> for, for what? I don't know. Protein. Um, so that's all I know about the Olympics. No, I, well, I'm. I and Nia Sue from Dance Mom, she's there reporting live. <laughs> Oh, cool. Good for her. Getting that post-dance mom's money. Love, Nia. I also know nothing about the Olympics. I know only about the Tawny Harding-Nancy Kerrigan scandal. Yeah. And the gay Olympians. That's literally everything I can tell you. And actually, since Adam Rapon is an ice skater, it kind of coincides with his two interests. It's true. Um, so, first of all, it's very exciting that America has not one, but two out gay American athletes. We have Adam Rapon and we have Gus Kenworthy, who is a snowboarder. I don't know. I'm being a bad member of the LGBT for not knowing. Um, but basically, um, Adam Rapon is refusing to meet with Mike Pence, um, which is great. Because Mike Pence, as you know, wants the gays electrocuted, um, which I am firmly against. Oh, really? Um, I thought it was like a soft no. (laughs) But, um, yeah. And then, actually, let's let's go into the Mike Pence thing for a minute. So, Mike Pence was at the Olympics, and I guess... North or South Korea had their national anthem played. I'm sorry, when you said North, I was like, wait, we're not talking about the Kardashians. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Okay, um, continue. So Mike Pence um, did not stand for the national anthem, for the Korean national anthem at the Olympics. He didn't stand. And I just want to say that that's bold of him because I think we just got over... Like, three months of every single Republican complaining that um, the football players don't stand for the national anthem. And it's like, you can't pick one or the other. Only America counts. Don't you know? And it's like, Mike Pence isn't standing because of the injustices that North Korea has, you know, committed against its people. Oh, he was pointedly not standing. He He wasn't just like... No, oh, I don't have to stand. It's the Korean. No, he was, he was. He was. He was taking a knee. He was taking a knee, is what he was doing. So I just want to say that the White House is full of hypocrites, and that's all I have to say on that. And I'm just so excited about the gay figure skater. Um, I feel like this can't be the first gay figure skater. Definitely not the first gay figure skater, but the first out gay the figure first, skater. The first Even out gay figure Johnny skater Weir, who is politically he's politically out too. Politically out. Mm-hmm. But perhaps you remember Johnny Weir from like 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> the sounds of Andy's cat taking a shit. Um, we're literally eating brownies too. So like we're eating brownies, Judy's shitting. It's a really Mike Pence isn't standing. Is that his name? It is Mike Pence, yeah. He isn't standing he for the National Anthem. We're all up to 
some wild non-professional. Um, sorry, my cat is really trying to distract us. Um, I think she's doing it on purpose. Okay, so we're back. Um, my cat's done taking a shit. Sam, did you have any hot topics you wanted to talk about this week? Um, oh, wait, I so did. Oh, oh my god, okay. This isn't, like, a pertinent to the world hot topic, but it's now a good time to talk about it anyway. Anyway, it's a podcast. We can cut it out if we don't want to talk about it. Okay, remember the movie? It's it's the movie about the fish. You know the movie I mean? They're in love with the fish. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The Shape of Water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I go to do this extra job on Friday. And let's start at the beginning. I go to this extra job. I'm in the shuttle. We're all there on time. Everyone's there. All there on time. The shuttle waits five minutes to see if any late stragglers are there. No, we were all were there early, actually. We were standing there. So we start to leave, and then this fucking skateboarder is weaving through traffic, and I'm like, oh no, here we go. And he starts coming up to the shuttle, and he's like banging on the side of it, and I'm like, oh god, literally, here we go. So he gets into the front of the shuttle, and whatever, like, I'm not going to go in on him, like, that's all I really have to say. He was late on a skateboard, you know, just, it gives you a good sum up of, like, what kind of person he is. You can picture him, I bet. Mm-hmm. But I knew it wasn't going to be the end of him. I just knew it. I knew because he was chatting up the driver. Who chats up the driver? I don't know. You do you. No tea, no shade, but also tea and shade. So then I'm doing my paperwork, and I look up. And who has sat at the table across from me? Mm-hmm. Same boy. Mm-mm. So I'm like, oh, whew. we meet again. We're just destined. What can I say? So I'm sitting there trying not to talk to anyone, typical. And he sees a movie ticket on the table. And I don't know where the fuck it came from. I really don't know why this movie ticket was there. But he was like, oh, my God. Did you just go see Shape of Water? I was like, what's that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like... That movie, on the ticket. Did you just go see Shape of Water? And I was like, no, I don't go to the cinema. It's too expensive. And then he's like, oh, I I really, I I was hoping you were going to say yes because I want to talk to you about it. I I loved it. And I was like, it's, it's, it's the movie. It's the movie with the fish, right? They're, they're in love with the fish. (laughs) And he is like, no. And I'm like, it's not the movie where they're in love with the fish. Not one girl's in it. She got the Oscar nom. Ringing any bells? And he's like, there's not really, there's not really a fish in it. And I'm like, no, no, I'm pretty sure, right? Like that, it's, it's, it's the movie about the fish. Yeah, her ass is in love with the fish. She's mute and she's in love with the fish. Oh, I didn't even know she was mute, but right. I knew it was. So he's very upset. And I'm like, okay, no, no, no. Right? It's, it's, it's. It's a movie with the fish. And this is when he becomes very distressed and he says, well, it's not really a fish. It's like an amphibious creature. And I'm like, oh my God. Okay. So it's the movie with the fish. (laughs) (laughs) And, And he's like, it's really a lot more than that. And I'm like, okay, but when we're talking about the movies in theaters right now, 
and I say, oh, it's the one about the girl who's in love with the fish. It's the one that fits that description, right? Exactly. And he's like, I guess. But I mean, it's not really, it's not really a fish. And then he went on. He was like describing it. He used the word whimsical. That was pretty much when I officially tuned out. I would have tuned out way before that. Well, first of all, I would never have initiated. He would have shown me the ticket and I would have like looked straight. I would have like been like looking straight past him. Like I couldn't see him. I just can't believe that that's what like really cuts to him. Like that he was just so hurt and insulted that I would reduce Shape of Water to a movie about <laughs> a woman that falls in love with the fish. I wasn't even being shady. I was trying to be topical. Like, yes, oh, I know the film. It's mm -mm. actually more than I would have expected you to know about the film. Exactly. Later, he went on to tell me, you know who you look like? And then literally this other guy, like, made eye contact with me and gave me a look of sympathy. Because he knew that every woman has to hear men tell them who they look like every day. Because I don't know why. I really don't. And then he's thinking about it. You know who he said? Who? He said Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson? But then, okay, to backtrack, he then was like, yeah, like when she's an almost famous. And then I was like, okay, I can, I can see... Oh, where you're going with that? And I was that wearing coat, that too? fucking coat. That coat. But I'm like, yeah, of course, I'm wearing this coat. Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? That's, why that's, you look like Kate Hudson. that's not what I look like. I'm just wearing <laughs> a coat that would. For, I never wear that coat in real life either because it looks just too like. It's an amazing coat, honestly. It's for sale. Like, <laughs> I tried to sell it off my back to like three different people that day because I was raking in all the compliments, but no one wanted to put up the cash. <laughs> And they're like, did wardrobe give you that coat to wear? And I'm like, bitches, this is my coat that I brought just like everyone else. It's not my fault that my coat is great and all y'all suck. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, since this podcast also is firmly solidifying that I only talk about the Kardashians for some reason... I know we really went in talking about Kylie last week, but obviously there's more to talk about. Oh, we can give you guys an update on the name if you haven't heard. She named it Stormy. Stormy. Mm -hmm. really Stormy with an I. I really, I have to say, that's what you get when you let a 19-year-old have a baby. Mm. Stormy Webster. Because if you didn't know, Travis Scott's name is really like Jacques Webster. I don't know, like, where they came up with Travis Scott. I guess it just sounds very relatable. Like, oh, you know, it's Travis Scott. Travis Scott is in the building. But... Travis Scott, definitely a rapper name. Jacques Webster, definitely not a rapper name. Oh, I know. But it's just so funny that Travis Scott is a stage name when it's the most basic name. It's like, a name. It's literally it's just, just a, a regular old name. <laughs> it's um, not Little Boat. Little also... <laughs> Big Fingers. If you didn't see, Andrew, did you see that Kylie stepped out for the first time since giving birth? I haven't seen, no. I How did you not? You. See what I mean? Like, the Olympics, they don't come up in my Instagram algorithm. Kardashians. Do you know how many times I've seen the same paparazzi pics of Kylie stepping out post-baby? A hundred times. Yeah, I don't mind. She was, like, wearing, um, like, you know, tan high-waisted bike shorts, very Kim K, mm -hmm. and, like, a little matching top and, like, a jacket, and then she had a fanny pack strategically placed. Oh, you could cool. picture her and Jordan talking about, like, 
do I wear the fanny pack? Is that weird? Can I wear the fanny pack? I know they're going to be looking at me like, can I just wear the fanny pack? Like, I'm just not ready. And Jordan was like, yeah, do whatever you want. And Jordan was there too, of course. Of course she was. Um, but she looked good. And, and actually... her hanger on that was in the video. Mm-hmm. 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 You wanted to have a kid since you were 15 years old. She was 15 like, like 10 minutes ago, Also, people. haven't we all, like, I don't know, like, that, when I was seven, I wanted to have a kid. That didn't mean I got to have one. Like, whatever. <laughs> Kylie can have all the babies she wants. She has the money. She has the resources. I have no, no shame. Like, she- I suppose. I don't know. I think my opinion on the whole thing is just, like, that her friends, her friends really bother me. Well, yeah, but, like, Her she can still on. have the baby. She, like, she can have the baby. The baby's gonna be raised in complete chaos and be, like, a basket case of a person. No, I feel like nannies raise the baby. There doesn't need to be any kids. of fool-ass families who are not rich and were more grown adults than Kylie when they birthed us, and they're, we were not shielded from that. They had not... They did not have resources. I guess on the scale of, like, growing up and wild circumstances i feel like it's gonna be a little wild in a different way but ultimately like they're gonna have plenty of activities scheduled activities scheduled what's the word i'm looking for not extracurricular but you know like activities that mold humans That's like fair. they'll have all the shit to do and like literal and is already richer than i'll probably ever be in my whole life yeah. so Kylie also did actually post her first selfie back on Instagram. Good She's for her. back in the game. It only took like one week <laughs> post baby. She was probably like, oh, what a relief. Really I had this on. baby and now I can take selfies again. Oh God. Um, I'm really just upset she named the baby Lip Kit. Me too. Oh, oh, oh. And sorry, we can't talk about Kylie's baby without asking the big question. Who's the dad? Is it really Travis Scott or is it Tyga? Is he alleging? Is Tyga really alleging that it's his kid? I don't know if Tyga's actually alleging or if people are just alleging, but like the timeline is sketchy. It's like all they did was hold hands at Coachella and then next thing you know, like she's pregnant. Like her and Tyga were definitely a little bit on again, off again in that time period. Like she only got pregnant in like the spring. That's only the first time Pop's pictures ever came out with her and Travis. Huh. I pretty much think he's the dad, and I'm sure they had a paternity test. Oh, they had nine paternity tests. I'm sure. But then again, think about Kris Jenner and Chloe, and is O.J. Simpson her dad? Kris Jenner has been known to potentially get pregnant with another baby and then go with the name that is going to, you know, be better for her baby in the long run. And Kylie, of course she thought Tyga was cool when she was 17 because he was actually a successful rapper at the time. Now, he's a grown fool who's just latched onto her family. She's probably looking around like, what am I doing with this scrub? He's so old. Then Travis, who's like currently the hottest rapper in the game, they hold hands at Coachella and she's like, this is it. This is the father of my children. I guess you're right. So while I pretty much believe her, I think there's a little bit of room for speculation. I do. I do think there's room for speculation. Well. And that would add a whole layer to the, you know, Black China, King Cairo, Dream, Rob. All of it. The whole circle of, like, them all being related but not related. It's really so much. It's very American. It really is very middle American. It is very middle American. Um, 
Oh, the Kardashians. An endless source of speculation. Endless, endless. Um, but you know what isn't a source of speculation? Your burns. Oh, no. They're not a source of speculation. No, that's cold, hard facts. People can speculate, I guess, all they want. But... Wait. No, we're good. Oh, it's because it's back before it was going. I'm just kidding. Um, So let's actually, let's go into this. Do you like the little segue I did? That was a good Um, segue. I think we should... Do you want some of this? Because I can't even... Um, sorry, as we divvy up our, our brownies, <laughs> we've been like silently gnawing. I'm sure I'm gonna play I'm this sure back. it's not that silent, and um, we're just gonna hear like <laughs> in the background for like four minutes. I don't know, it's the lady brownies are good. Um, let's, but yeah, let's talk about. Let's talk about everything. Let's talk about everything that has to do with burns. Right. Um, So as most of you listening probably know, almost exactly one year ago, well, first I blew up my whole life and I was like, oh, wow, Hmm, I have nothing left. It's just me. Pause. No, 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 no. No, it's going there. Oh, okay. Okay. We're leading into it. Okay. Never mind. Um, Okay. That's in case we cut. So last year, literally, I blew up my life. I had nothing left. Nothing was left. And then right when I thought that um, things could probably not get any worse, I scalded, like, my whole body with boiling water. Most of you do probably know that. It's kind of, like, hard to not know that. I post my naked pictures on the internet every day. But what most of you probably did not know is that I was not... The first person in this room to get scalded. It's true. It was Andrew. I, one month prior to Sam getting scalded, I boiled my hand in a cooking accident. We are both burn survivors. It's true. And let's start the story there, actually. So I was helping my friend Julia move into her apartment in the East Village. And she and I were making pasta and I was straining the pasta into the sink, into the little strainer, and it slipped out of my hand and boiled my whole right hand. And, and at then, first you didn't think it was no, that serious, right? I didn't think it was that serious. I said, oh, this kind of thing happens all the time. Um... I put my hands in ice cold water. I Oh my god, you're supposed to put room temperature, not ice cold. Too late. Too late. late. (laughs) Moving on. My hand is fine now. Um I put like potato slices on my hand because that's supposed to draw out the heat. Um I like walked around the house trying to like forget about the pain, thinking that would help, but the pain like wasn't going away. So I was like, fuck this, I have to go to the hospital. So we go to like, I, it was like NYU something. I don't remember. Um, and then... NYU Langone Medical Center. Yes, NYU Langone Medical Center. Oh, that's how you say it. That's how, you, that's that's how it's written. Um, 
And they took one look at my hand and they were like, oh, you're fucked up. And I was like, oh my God, really? And they were like, yeah, these are like second or third degree burns. Um, so they immediately give me some pills. They give me some morphine. Um, right there, right then and there, right in the waiting room, they shot me up with some morphine. And then they said, we might have to take you to the burn unit um, uptown. And at the time I was like, oof, I didn't think it was that kind of thing. Um, and so I'm waiting around for like an hour. I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. The last thing I hear is that they're going to take me to the burn unit. And then the nurse comes out and she says, never mind. There's no room at the burn unit. <laughs> um, just go home. If it gets any worse, go straight there. But probably it won't. So I go home. And then for the next two weeks, my hand, like, first it sheds all of its skin. And then it all grew back. And now it's fine. Honestly, um, good thing they didn't send you to a burn unit because that would have been a waste of your fucking time. Because I believe it. your hand is like fine. It's fine. Like there's no. It was like noticed. superficial. You've never. You would have never noticed. So like that would have just like what would the point of that have been? I had literally. I had a third degree burn on like one finger. That would have been so extra. Yeah. Like imagine. Um. Honestly, though, it's a good thing that you got scalded because. I probably literally wouldn't have gone to the hospital if you hadn't already gotten scalded and gone to the hospital. <laughs> um, yeah, because a month later, same thing. The same exact circumstances. You're staying in a friend's apartment. Yeah. It's like almost the same exact circumstances. <laughs> yeah. It's only like 40 times more dramatic. But it really, I'm not joking, like had Andrew, so like had Andrew not gone to the hospital, I really think I would have tried to like sleep it off. I'm like known to try to sleep it off one time. Um, someone that many of you may know, um, we were having a domestic dispute and he accidentally, it really was an accident. It wasn't like that, but he accidentally slammed the door on my hand and I broke two of my fingers and I slept it off. And then in the morning I woke up, it was like, fuck this. And I had to go to the hospital. So I really think I would have just been like, oh, I'm being dramatic. Like, who gets hurt by water? And I would have tried to go to bed, and then it would have just gotten worse. And, like, I probably, I don't know what would have happened. I would have woken up dead. Jesus Christ. Um, I, too, was cooking pasta. Pasta, the most dangerous food on Apparently this planet. Apparently the most dangerous food. Which is shocking, because, like, everyone who can't cook says, all I can make is pasta. Mm -hmm. But apparently, Apparently you should be fucking careful. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, like, I don't know. I was... I, I already told you I blew up my life, so, like, tensions were high at that point. I was having just, like, major anxiety all the time. And I started to feel weird. And I was like, oh, just put it out of your head, girl. Like, you're being dramatic. Like, it's going to be fine. Started to feel lightheaded. I'm like, you're about to eat pasta. You're going to be good. So I was trying to, like, distract myself. And I went over and started, like, stirring the pot. And then I fucking fainted. And when I fainted... The pot fell down, splashed onto me, all the pasta poured out, like, literally into my fucking vagina. The water trailed down and, like, pooled up under my body so that, don't worry, I could get burns on both sides of my body. And it went from, like, my knees to my face. We left nowhere untouched. And then, yeah, I um, actually did. I called Andrew, and I was like, Andrew, Andrew, you, you burnt your hand. You had to go to the hospital, didn't you? And he was like, yeah, I sure did. 
And I'm like, oh no. Oh I, no. at the time, was in like a NyQuil coma. So I thought I was dreaming it because I was like, there's no way. There's absolutely no way. The morning when I woke up after, I was like, there's no way that I, that Sam called me and said that she boiled herself with pasta water. There's no way. Right. Um, but it turns out she did. And, and yeah, I really wasn't, I was trying his potato thing. I'm like standing in our friend Andrea's shower, like at room temperature, just like freaking out. And we're both being like, maybe like, it's not that bad, but I'm literally going into shock. Like I feel my body shutting down. And as I'm looking in the mirror, like the burns, you're like, it's starting to show, you know, like yeah, how burns swell up. Blisters. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, it's on my face. Oh my God, oh my God, it's everywhere. And I'm like, Andrew had to go to the hospital and it was just his hand. Oh no, this is my whole body. We definitely have to go to the hospital, don't we? So we took an Uber. <laughs> um, and then in the waiting room, it was like a hospital in the middle of like, I don't know, Bed-Stuy or something. Bushwick. I really can't remember. So... I don't know if, like, you know this, but, like, a lot of people who are drug addicts, they spend a lot of time in the emergency room because they're just trying to, like, fake an illness to get drugs. So there's literally all these crackheads, like, no tea, no shade, they were crackheads, causing drama and, like, yelling and, like, I'm just trying to get in and I'm, like, I walk up to them and I'm, like, hi, like, I know that, I, I know I have to wait because, like, it's the emergency room, we have to wait, but, like, I don't know if you understand what's going on and I'm, like, lifting up my clothes and I'm, like, Literally, I can't, I, I can't wait. I, 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 and then this crackhead is like, what's wrong with her? She's in pain, huh? And Andrea's like, yeah, she fucking is. What do you think? <laughs> and we're having like a dispute. Oh and then I think God. they were like, oh my God, it's serious. Because at that point, like in the ride, all the blister, like before it, it was just red, but it started turning to blister. Yeah. And then it was like all this fluid. And I was starting to notice that it really was everywhere. And I was like, oh no, no, no. Then, yeah, they gave me a big, big old bag of morphine. And they were like, we have to wait until the ambulance comes to take you to the burn unit. And I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, you have to go to a different hospital. You're very burned. Um, they did allow me to play Travis Scott in the ambulance. <laughs> I was, like, trying to keep my brand alive through it all. So you I really was, were, and I think you were successful. I think I was, because I was like, what else do I have but my brand? <laughs> Literally nothing. My, my youth, my skin, my life. It's just me and Travis Scott in the back of the ambulance. Skirt! <laughs> um, so yeah, then you were at the... So then that brings us to the burn ward. Yeah. Andrew actually is a really hands-on part of this story because I actually called Andrew, like, not my family. <laughs> and I was like, Andrew... And I was the one the next morning that still had to, like, break the news. I, like, first of all, it was, like, a very calm... The morning I woke up, once I realized that it actually had happened, I was like, oh, obviously no one knows about this yet. Obviously Sam has not informed a soul. And I was pretty sure I actually even told Andrew, like, just don't tell my mom. Yeah, I don't want to have to did. deal with this. You think I think you did, but I was like, no, I have to, I have to. So I go to my aunt, who's um, Sam's mom's like best friend, and I'm like, all right, I have to. I'm giving the news to you to break to Sam's mom because I, I just, I'm not gonna do it. And then the three of us went to the hospital to go see Sam, and you were like, 
really it was not a it was not a good scene no because i had been up all fucking night yeah. like on they gave me a first bag of morphine when i got there then they gave me another bag of morphine to go in the ambulance they get me to the hospital it gets really blurry like i don't remember no i remember i do remember getting out the ambulance but i don't remember getting into the hospital and i kind of like i lose a little time there what i remember is them telling me in in the ambulance um you should get used to the fact that maybe you're gonna be here for like a little while like probably like like a few weeks not 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 just a few hours and I'm like oh my god oh my god what do you mean what do you mean and then they were telling me okay they're gonna have someone like cut open your blisters when you get there like they're gonna lance all the blisters and I was like what and then I get there and I'm waiting and waiting still and at this point it's like sometime in the morning like it happened kind of late at night and now it's like I don't know five in the morning or something absurd and I didn't know if this was a joke like I don't know if they didn't know how serious it was so they thought I was good or that like if it was some kind of weird test to see like how serious it was mm -hmm. but they're like we have to get you in the shower and I'm like okay and then they just took me to the stand-up shower and we're like okay like shower let, let's go and I'm I, I couldn't even like stand barely and then they were like okay we're gonna give you some fentanyl before we do this so we can help with the pain and I start crying and I'm like fentanyl why that's what killed Prince and they're like okay so we're gonna give it to you and I'm like no 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 and then they shoot it into my arm and I literally, I mean, maybe they had me sitting at this point. I feel like you don't inject someone with fentanyl while they're standing. Like, I must have at least been sitting. There's yeah. a bench in the shower. But I just got, like, total tunnel vision after that. Probably a combination of, like, stress, stress panic, and fentanyl. <laughs> and then I was like, I, I, can't, I can't do this. And I don't really know exactly what happened, but I know that they took me and put me in a bed so I could go to, like, what became my regular burn victim shower situation, which is where you lay in like a plastic bed and like nurses do it for you and yeah. you just lay there like all drugged out. But I still am like thinking how absurd that was. Like I can't, I can't ever get over them thinking that I could just like clean myself off. Like, <laughs> no, that's nuts. And then it turns out you were not in a condition to clean yourself off. Yeah. So like you guys arrived and I had only been sleeping for like a couple hours post like all that whole night. Yeah. So then from the outside, we're all like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is <laughs> the end of the road for poor Sam, isn't it? <laughs> and that's when I had the good room, remember? Yes. I had this room that had, like... It was, like, nights. It was, like, we could see the river. Mm -hmm. We could see New Jersey. It had a pull-out bed couch in there. And then, like, the next day, like, into the day when I felt no, better... No, it wasn't New Jersey. It was Queens. It was the east side. Yeah, it was the East River, right where the, um... Yeah. Right where Michael A. Lake... Through Angel's body. Oh, yes. <laughs> I always pictured the poor Angel in the box floating down as I gazed outside. And by always, I mean for 12 hours until they said, um, we have to move your room. And I was like, okay, why? And they were like, you're not a kid. This is a kid room. And I'm like, I know I never said I was a kid. And they're like, yeah, well, you have to move. This is a kid room. And I'm like, cool. I'm glad that when you guys like just seen my naked body. You assumed you I was a child. child. <laughs> oh, done. oh my god. Cool. So anyway, so yeah, the next two weeks were just like a lot of 
Um, I remember that first week, actually. We'll go into the first week. It was a lot of us being like, oh, it's fine. You'll be yeah. up by the end of the week. At and that, then, yeah, at that but point... we were both like in denial about it because like obviously you weren't going to be out at the end of the week. Yeah. And also like, well, because a week already felt like so long, but also at that point they weren't letting me know if I actually needed to get skin grafts yet. Yeah. They like, I think they didn't know. They or no, there was that one went. nurse that like offhand was like, you probably don't need surgery. No, that, she did not say it offhand. That is when it gets <laughs> real. All week, they kind of offhand were like, oh, you might, you might not. Like, they wouldn't say either way. Mm-hmm. Then the day when I was supposed to find out, this nurse did. She said that she went to the doctor and that they said I was definitely in the clear. Um, wait, you were in the room with me, right, when they told yes. me? Yeah, yeah. because mm-hmm. it was a scene. So she tells me I'm in the clear. So then later, Andrew's there because, bless his heart, he was there, like, every fucking day. Because what was I going to do? I couldn't even move, like... Literally, yeah. like, and it was like I was gonna be so bored, and like I couldn't. Worse than bored, I was gonna be literally and, unable like, you, to even I like. I knew you had already like unlatched yourself from like your old life, so I was like, yeah, you need a friend. <laughs> yeah, like, huh? I really did. I really needed a friend or several. <laughs> so Andrew's in the room, and the doctor like comes in, and he sits down, and he tells me like yeah so you're gonna need to get a skin graft and I had like the most full-on panic attack of my life like I I literally I started doing like have you ever read that like it's a good technique if you're having a panic attack to like identify things that you can like see and then identify things you can hear identify things you can like touch yeah you use all the senses yeah because you know it grounds you and it brings you back to reality and I was looking around the room trying to be like okay, you're here, like, here's something you can see, and there's this stupid, like, fridge in the room, and it has a magnet on it that says it has some kind of pop art. This was the only thing I could stare at for weeks, so I'm very familiar with this magnet that's on the fridge, and I'm trying to name it, and I literally felt like a robot, because I was staring at the fridge, and my head was just going, like, fridge, 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 fridge. I was like... The five things I can see are fridge. I was, like, short-circuiting. My brain is on, like, this spiral trying to name things, and it can't, and then they literally shot me up. They did, like, the thing you do to zoo animals. Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember, because I was like, I'm going to go for a walk. (laughs) Like, poor me and my poor friend being traumatized (laughs) as they literally tranquilize me. Oh, God. No, that was rough. I really didn't take it well. My biggest fear has always been, um, my biggest fear is actually, my, my number one biggest fear has been waking up in the hospital because it's happened to me too many times. Once is more than enough, and it's happened more than that. We'll leave it at that. And it's fucking terrifying. And my second biggest fear was specifically that if I ever broke up with my boyfriend, the next thing that would happen would be that I woke up in the hospital. And then that (laughs) happened. happened. (laughs) And then my next biggest fear was ever having to go under for anything because it goes back to my deeply seated hospital fears. And what happens? And then it all happened. So that was it. Like the only thing getting me through had been like, you probably won't have to go under when they told me I was going under, I was like, oh, mm-mm. You're giving up the gun. No. You're giving up the gun. I'm not going back to Star Wars. I'm not going back to Star Wars. <laughs> um, but. We did have a lot of good times in the hospital. No, there were good times. There was, um. We watched Annie with my oh, mom. we did watch Annie. That's right. And there was a lot of food, like. So many people sent edible arrangements. Oh my god, there were so many edible arrangements. And I had no appetite. I couldn't eat literally the whole time I was there. 
also because I had to drink six protein shakes a day. Um, oh my god, your mom actually, she handed me a whole bunch of the sticks of the edible arrangements like come on and she she was like hold on to these hold on to these they're gonna be so good to bake with and then <laughs> I was like cleaning my room like a few weeks ago and then I found them all bundled up in a bag and oh I was like god. oh my god oh my god these are from the hospital I even got the hello kitty edible arrangement and they had pineapples that looked like hello kitty oh so wild I was, like, very, just, I was, like, unpopular, what can I say? I just had a constant stream of homosexual visitors. <laughs> I'm sure it was the most lively the burn unit has been in a while. Um, and then, well, then you had the surgery. Oh, yeah, I sure you did. skin graft surgery. And I wasn't awake during it, thankfully. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Nothing happened at all. It was exactly how it should have been, like, cut to black, and then I woke up, and it, it was done, like... There was no dreaming. I fucking hate dreaming. I did not want to be dreaming while they were operating on me. I kicked the cat. Please stop. You're doing your job, not me. Um, and I woke up, and guess who was there? My friend Andrew. I was there. I sure was. He was there in the recovery room. Thank I was God. the one that Sam picked to be in the recovery room when she was coming to. Yes. And um, I was very concerned about my morphine button. Because they had informed me beforehand that I would be getting a morphine pump that has a push button, and you just push it whenever you need more morphine. It was one of the first things you asked about. Um, well, also because it was just weird that like when you wake up, like you think there's a certain plan happening. So and when it isn't, when it isn't happening just the way you thought it was, yeah, it's like you don't have the facilities to reason yeah. out that it, 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 it will happen. But it wasn't just that I was like stoked about the morphine pump because honestly, I'm really proud to say that they informed me. You know, you can press your button more if you want because I was like determined to at least come out of the hospital with like out a drug addiction. That yeah. was pretty much like one thing yeah. I had control been, over. Yeah, that's a good goal. So I was like, where's my morphine pump? And then I was like, Andrew, is that the Pope? <laughs> oh my God. So Sam, so Sam, right. Sam, Sam is awake when I get in, when I'm, when I'm there. And the, there's this nurse and she has to put in, I guess, all of Sam's information into the computer. So Sam is like <laughs> groggy. You're not about to fucking reveal my age. Don't you do it. I'm not going to reveal your age, <laughs> okay, but all I'm like, going to say is that on. the nurse put in a certain age that Sam wasn't. That Sam wasn't I even wasn't this age. even that age. She wasn't even this age. And she goes, Andrew, Andrew, she said, she said I was X years old. You have to tell her that's a lie. I'm not X years old. I'm not. How dare she? And I was like, you just um, had your leg skin slapped onto another part of your body. Like, I think you have some bigger fish to fry right now. Like, we're not gonna, I'm not gonna bother this nurse. I hope that we told her. I hope that isn't solidified in some public record that someone can dig up one day. That <laughs> you had been this age. <laughs> um, no, it would throw everything. It would be like those celebrities where you can't nail down their age, and then the one record that says, like, the oldest age is the one that they're like, she's been concealing this. It's true. I, I, want, I, I don't remember. I remember being like, very stressed at the time, so I don't think I ever did anything about it. I feel like it, I um, do have to say that it was very stressful for everyone else. Like, yeah. I, it was almost, no, it was a different kind of stressful no, for me. it's a different me. kind of stress for, yeah, but everyone was stressed in their own way. Everyone yeah, was stressed. but like, there was a definite kind of stress that, um, 
you all had to deal with that like it wasn't the same kind that yeah. I had to deal with and then oh yeah and then the other thing that happened while you were in the recovery section was that you thought that you saw the Pope I guess I it's like I kind of for a second I thought I saw the Pope and then I knew it wasn't the Pope so then I was like <laughs> ha 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 I thought that was the Pope and Andrew's like what and I'm like no I swear that thing over there looks just like the Pope to me he looks exactly like the Pope and then she made me take a picture of it <laughs> I have somewhere, like, I went in with, like, Snapchat and, like, traced, like, how I thought it looked like the Pope. Mm -hmm. I kind of did. I think it might actually be the Cardinal that I thought it looked like, not the Pope. <laughs> not the Pope. Not the head honcho. Um, but then after the surgery, you know, you healed up fine. Everything I healed up remarkably fine. Everything went all as according to plan as I'm going to back and go. It went, but it went quick after that. Like, I went from being like, wow, um... Like, just crying. Like, well, for I actually couldn't walk for five days. But mm -hmm. then even when they took my bandages off for a couple of days, I, like, was allowed to walk and physically should have been, but I physically couldn't. My legs would just not do it. I had to use a walker to go to the bathroom that was, like, one step away because they finally took my catheter out, which was the most traumatizing experience of my life was having a catheter. Um, but it was so quick. It was, like... One day I was like, I can't walk. How are you people going to send me home soon? It's never happening. And then two days later I was like, you have to stop waking me up in the night. You have to stop shining a flashlight in my eyes. I don't want to be here. I need to leave. I'm healed. We need to get out of here. Jesus. Um, and then you were out. Yeah. And then you were officially a burn survivor. I was, yeah. Because burn victim implies that you let the burns the run your into the microphone. Burn victim would imply that you let the burns run your life, and survivor would imply that you overcame it. It's true, and that's how this turned into a podcast about us being burn survivors. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I'm sorry, but you being a burn survivor is like girls who make out with a girl one time at a party, and they're like, "I'm bad." <laughs> I am. I really am. No, I'm saying like, I'm, I'm a not burn survivor taking, for the vibes, I'm, not because I'm an actual burn survivor. Oh, no, I know that. I know that. I just was making a good analogy. <laughs> like, you, I'm not going to take that from you, Andrew. You had your, you had your, you had your burn experience. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, that was that. That was that. And now we're here one year later. Mm -hmm. And how do you feel one year later? I feel great, actually. It's like, it sounds really too optimistic for my liking, but I actually, in the long run, like, I guess to say grateful f that I got burnt would be a stretch, but I'm very grateful for all of the um, life experiences I was gonna that came say, along with it. I was going to say grateful for what it taught you about yourself. Because for real, like, first of all, I literally never thought I could do anything by myself without, like, mm, just by myself, like, get through something by myself. Like, I had people with me, but I ultimately was battling this, like, on my own, the, the core of it. And, like, I hate bodies. I think they're disgusting. I think that we're trapped inside meat suits and we're just, like, flobbling around. I still think that, but now I'm kind of like, wow, my meat suit's really cool. Like, <laughs> when I look at my wounds now and how much, like, Frankenstein I looked and how now, like, it looks like skin and the fact that I could just, like, take some skin and then put it somewhere else and then my body would just be like... 
and regenerate. It's like pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, so I just have um, a lot of hashtag gratitude, hashtag breath, to be honest. Yeah. And you can hear me actually talk more about yeah, I was going to my say, body positive um, brand. This is actually, <clears throat> it's not a coincidence that we're talking about your burn incident because you have, what are we calling it? documentary uh, uh it's like a little it's a little interview well there's a, a whole interview? blog post a blog um, okay the lovely illustrious wonderful norma jean from one las vegas nevada she used to help us um with our social media when we were involved with like six and music six and franklin shout okay. out um so that's how i know her when I was living in Vegas this summer, I was just like, hey, let's, like, you're a great photographer. Let's shoot some dreamy pastel nudie pictures. And then she really, like, took it there. She has a blog called Light Leaks Las Vegas. And so instead of just taking photos, we also went to my, like, favorite trash bag casino, Circus Circus. And we did a little interview where she just posed some questions like, about what happened and then also kind of about how like it affected my view of like myself, how it affected my view of body image in general mm -hmm. and like, you know, how I dealt with that. So on the Light Leaks blog post, there is all the photos uncensored so you can really see tits and vagina. Um, and they're really, I love the pictures. Like they're so good. Like. She had this blue backdrop that was just like, yes, clouds, softness. They're like just super femme, pastel, dreamy vibes. Like mm -hmm. there's glitter. There's some hologram paper, which I was kind of like, what do you mean wrap this hologram paper on my naked body? Yeah. But like those look so good. Yeah, no, the pictures are really good. And then um, there's kind of like an adapted text, which has some like, Okay, remember that girl who, like, called me out and was like, are you trying to be a porn star? Yes. Why are you posting your naked pictures? I get that you're burnt or whatever. <laughs> yes, I So do. I had posted a very long response to that about, like, uh, this is my body. I'm going to share it with whoever I want. So it's kind of an adapted version of that. There is a lovely playlist, which I curated. It's a banger. It's really specific to my tastes, <laughs> I'll be honest. But, like, all those songs make you, like, yes, I can do anything. Uh -huh. That was the goal. And, um, yeah, and then there is the interview. And the video is really cute. Like, she montaged it with, like, there's some clips from the hospital. There's some, like, behind-the-scenes pics. There's some good shots of me just, like, smoking in the casino. Classic. An instant classic. Huh. And um, if you wanted, you could search... Hashtag light leaks LV, and you would see some other That's posts cute. about her blogging. And you could follow Norma at normal underscore jeans. Like, okay, wait. Oh, that's fun. That's but fun jeans, like the kind inside your body. G-E-N-E-S. But isn't that cute? That's her name, first of all, is yeah. Norma Jean, which is amazing. And then I second, normal Jean. is Norma Jean. Me too. I was dying when I met her and found that out. I was like, you. That's your name? Your government? Your government? Your government. And she's so cute. Name. Like, she's just the best girl. So, shout out Norma for really taking just a little nudie shoot and turning it into like a platform for loving yourself on Valentine's Day. 
that I feel very good about. I'm very yeah. excited for everyone to see. Yeah, no, it's very inspiring. Your whole um, coming back from that Wait, it genuinely inspired me. As, it inspires me too. Friend. I can't believe it. Like, who <laughs> knew I could be inspiring? Right. Who knew? All I had to do was like not like I just it, that. I was forced to get through something. Like yeah. I had to. I was hurt, but yeah, like, but once you did, I did it, it, it was like, and it's like amazing so to me. Cool. It is. It's just. Uh, but thank you, friend. Yeah. I'm touched. <laughs> I know. Really touched. I know. I'm giving like, I'm serving actual um, human feelings. I'm touched. Um, but yeah. Right? More real human feelings than ever before. Uh, yeah. That's why I have to have so many Instagram accounts. Like, one is for each type of <laughs> Um, What else can we talk about? Uh, are you watching anything this week? Oh, I am. Um, I'm watching, I think this show is for teenagers. I'm pretty sure. But it's a British show for teenagers. And we, the people, we, the American people. We do love British shows about teenagers. We do. And it's um called End of the Fucking World. And it's oh, on my... Netflix. Yeah, and there's a tie-in, actually. <laughs> the boy has a fucking burnt hand. Oh, that's right. Yes, you were telling me he has the burnt hand. He does. And at one point, he tries to hold the girl's hand, and she's like, not with your weird one. <laughs> but, like, it's okay. She's a cheeky gal. Like, she didn't mean it. That's her. That's her brand. It's really cute. It's like, it's it's. I like it a lot. Huh. Interesting. What about what about you? What are you into? I know um, you're watching something. I what am I watching that I'm really into? Oh, Drag Race. Drag Race. I'm really invested in Drag Race this season. You've been um, watching it at the pub. I know. I go out. I go out and I watch. I have Drag Race night. Um, I watched it at Macri Park last week, and um, it was bedlam let me tell you i have never seen gays act so viscerally than when aja was put into the bottom three aja shout out brooklyn <laughs> queens yes girl um it was jarring i loved her little look at the end her little anime look um if you haven't watched the episode it's worth it just to see her little anime look at the end i'll probably google aja um but i'm just so happy milk went home um no um shout out brooklyn queens <laughs> i like milk no, I like milk. Well, first of all, milk as a man is like so hot, um, which is why I think he was kept on the show so long, to be honest with you, because he just wasn't giving me much on Drag Race. I'm sorry. I think that milk as a queen is like, I love, I love, I love her looks. I love what she does. She has the really cool, she has the really cool like makeup where it's like, black lines and then it looks like a drawing but it's like a person um i think that's all really cool but she just wasn't giving me anything to work with on drag race she and i was like when is she like she's the i have to see if i can find these tweets i was looking at yesterday where it's like one of milk's irl friends like using like making these long long posts about like please don't be mean to milk that's really not nice like you don't have to put your mean opinions on the internet, you know? But also, it's like, you're literally just trying to get in on the fame by doing this. Exactly. And it was just so funny. It was so much. Like, it wasn't just a sweet little, like, post. It was, like, on and on and on. There was, like, four Christ. separate posts. Same message. Um. Also, no, the reason I wanted Milk to go home to begin with was her goddamn Celine Dion look. 
I know she was doing Celine Dion at the Met Gala. It just didn't read. I'm sorry, but if you think it read, you're wrong. It didn't read. Um, she deserved to go home just for that. I think that if it was between her and Orgy, that Orgy did a better job. That's, th th those are my opinions, and, you know, you don't have to take them. The last time I tried to watch Drag Race at a bar, um, friendships ended. <laughs> <laughs> Friendships literally ended. Like, I don't really know. We, like, left. We went to the grocery store, bought a bottle of vodka, broke the bottle of vodka in the parking lot. I was, like, trying to low-key fuck this one girl in the bathroom the whole time, but also we were trying to pretend that wasn't happening, and friendships were ended. That was the last night of one friendship. And that... I will never forget that we were fucking... Because I was irate. I was like, I would obviously rather be having sex in the bathroom. Who wants to watch TV with a bunch of fucking strange gay boys that I don't know at the bar in WeHo, like, mm -mm. so I will never forget that that's how that friendship went down. I love that a friendship was ended. At a oh my God, Milk is going to be at play. Or no, Milk was at play. That's, that's, um, that's like Scarlet's hometown bar. Oh. I went to play one time. Um, huh. Huh. Well, on that note, um, <laughs> found the tweet I was talking about. Oh, you found the tweets? It, like, goes on for so long, I can't read. I can't even read it. Like, Oh, my God. The drama. The drama. If there's one thing the gays love, it's when another gay gets a modicum of fame and they get to leech off of that. No, literally. But, anyway. um, I think that's all she wrote this week. I feel like yes. And also, I pretty much have to go to the airport. In like two hours, yeah. Not so. even like in like I could leave now if I wanted to. For the record, it's two thirty in the morning. Hi. Um, um, I'm sorry in advance to my roommates if you have been cursing my name for the past two hours as we shriek in my room about the Gay Olympics and being burned. Um. But thank you for sticking with me through all of this. Thank you for sticking with us through all of this. Yes, next week we will be, um, we will be, what was the word I used? Um, oh, oh, we'll be doing a remote. Yeah, we'll be doing a remote, uh, recording. Sam will be in Texas. All my exes live in Texas. And I will be here in my bed in Brooklyn and we will be recording the podcast separately. But hopefully next week we'll have a guest. Um, so we're really excited about that. Um... And what else? Um, yeah, if you want, again, if you have anything you want to say to us, you can email us at we should probably stop um, at gmail.com. And please do follow our Instagram. It's at the same we handle at we should probably stop. stop. Um, oh, and we will be conducting a poll. Oh, yes, yes. We will be conducting a poll. So check out the Instagram for that. We'll put it in our story highlights. Yes. Um, um, we're really going to ramp up social media this week. Everyone loves a poll. Um, yeah, tell your friends about us. Um, we hope we made your commute a little bit brighter. Um, or maybe you're not commuting. Maybe you're just listening to us for the vibes. Uh, but thank you. And maybe you fell asleep listening to the sound of us. Maybe you fell asleep, ooh, maybe you fell asleep to us. us. Um, any, any, any or all of the above. Uh, we thank you, and we hope you have a happy Valentine's Day, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.
Bye. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.